Greetings and welcome to Digging Deeper with Kenneth Frank, where we uncover hidden gems of understanding in the Word of God. Did you know that what many Christians call fellowship is not exactly what the New Testament writings had in mind? Some consider common chit-chat over refreshments, social events, politics, entertainment, or sports as fellowship. However, the word used in the New Testament has a different connotation. This digging deeper discovers its meaning, so Christians will gain a better understanding of what is required in this special relationship. Our focus verse is, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, and fellowship, and in breaking of bread and prayers, Acts 2, 42, King James Version throughout. The Greek word koinonia, here translated fellowship, is the first of 20 occasions of this Greek word in our New Testament. In the King James Version, it is translated, depending on the context, as fellowship, communion, communicate, communication, contribution, and distribution. Vincent's word studies provides a derivation of this Greek word, quote, from koinos, common, a relation between individuals which involves a common interest and a mutual active participation in that interest and in each other. The word answers to the Latin communio from communis, common, hence sometimes rendered communion, as 1 Corinthians 10, 16 2 Corinthians 13, 14. Fellowship is the most common rendering. End of quote. David Guzik, in his Enduring Word Commentary, defines the word. The Greek word koinonia has the idea of association, communion, fellowship, and participation. It means to share in something. End of quote. Additionally, James Hastings' great text of the Bible explains, quote, the word translated fellowship, koinonia, comes from a root, which means literally sharing in common. The practical nature of the fellowship is very clearly seen by comparing the ways in which the same word is translated in other places in the New Testament. As a rule, Scripture is its own best interpreter. End of quote. Subheading, it's about sharing. The Net Bible associates it with relationships. Quote, fellowship refers here to close association involving mutual involvement and relationships. End of quote. This sharing is further defined in the Bridgeway Bible Dictionary. Quote, according to its basic biblical meaning, fellowship is concerned with people participating together in something. Fellowship is communion, having a share in something. End of quote. With other believers, we share a relationship through the fellowship of the Spirit, Philippians 2, 1 and 2. Its focus is not so much social as it is spiritual. The Carm Theological Dictionary illustrates this relationship. Quote, there is no specific definition given in the New Testament, but we are called into fellowship with one another, 1 John 1, 3. With Jesus, 1 Corinthians 1 9. With the Father, 1 John 1 3. And with the Holy Spirit, 
2 Corinthians 13, 14. Fellowship implies sharing common interests, desires, and motivations. Fellowship requires that time be spent with another communicating, caring, etc. It carries with it a hint of intimacy. As Christians, we fellowship with one another because of our position in Christ, because we are all redeemed and share an intimate personal knowledge of Jesus. We share a common belief, Acts 2.42, hope, Hebrews 11.39-40, and need, 2 Corinthians 8.1-15, end of quote. The Bridgeway Bible Dictionary illuminates this common faith. Quote, there is therefore a sense in which they have fellowship with one another. But again, this fellowship is usually in someone or something that they have as a common possession. Philippians 1.7, Hebrews 3.14, 2 Peter 1.4. Their fellowship is a joint sharing in a common faith, Titus 1.4, in a common salvation, Jude 1.3, and even in their common sufferings, 2 Corinthians 1.7, Revelation 1.9, end of quote. David Guzik's Enduring Word Commentary adds even more. Quote, as Christians, we share the same Lord Jesus. We share the same guide for life. We share the same love for God. We share the same desire to worship him. We share the same struggles. We share the same victories. We share the same job of living for him. We share the same joy of communicating that gospel to others. End of quote. Subheading, Practical Fellowship. In 1 Corinthians 10.16, the word communion is translated from this same Greek word. Through the centuries, many have referred to the ceremony of Christians memorializing Jesus' death with bread and wine as communion. However, the preacher's homiletical corrects this notion. Quote, Fellowship was not used to mean communion in the Lord's Supper before the 4th century. End of quote. Rather than refer to the ceremony as communion, Christians today refer to it as Christian Passover. What Paul meant by communion is that which Christians share in this sacred service, the sacrifice of Christ for their sins. It was not intended as the name for the service. In a related matter, some claim that breaking of bread in Acts 2.42 refers to partaking of communion or the Lord's Supper. On the contrary, Ethelbert Bollinger explains in his Companion Bible that, quote, this was the common meal, end of quote. We read examples of an ordinary meal during Jesus' ministry in Luke 24, 30 and 35. These new followers broke bread together. Later in Acts 2, Luke described the new believer's practical fellowship expressed by sharing their possessions with believers in need, Acts 2, 44-45. On the day of Pentecost, Jews had come from all over the Roman world. Many decided to stay in Jerusalem for a time after receiving the Holy Spirit. Resident Jews distributed their possessions with those who stayed there longer than expected. The NIV Biblical Theology Study Bible comments, quote, Luke depicts the Jerusalem church as a loving, caring, and supportive community, end of quote. Later in our New Testament, 
Paul encouraged similar generosity using a related word. Charge them that are rich in this world that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who gives us richly all things to enjoy. That they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate, based on the Greek word oinonikos, 1 Timothy 6, 17, and 18. Subheading, Sharing and Suffering. Nowhere in the New Testament does fellowship refer to fun times. Numerous times it included hardship, persecution, and suffering. For example, Paul used the term when he was sitting under house arrest in Rome. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making requests with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. Philippians 1, 3-5. In the same book, Paul described his fellowship with Christ, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. Philippians 3.10 Indeed, Paul did share Jesus' sufferings through his ministry. 2 Corinthians 11.23-28 The Bridgeway Bible Dictionary explains this aspect. Quote, Fellowship with Christ means not only sharing in the blessings that come through his sacrificial death, but also sharing in the sufferings that he endured. Philippians 3.10 1 Peter 4, 12-14, Revelation 1, 9. But if people have fellowship with him in his sufferings, they will also have fellowship with him in his glory. 2 Timothy 2, 11-12, 1 Peter 5, 1. End of quote. Subheading, have no fellowship with sin. What destroys fellowship in God's family is sin. The Bridgeway Bible Dictionary admonishes Christians, quote, Sin spoils a believer's fellowship with God. Those who think they can sin as they please and still have fellowship with God are deceiving themselves. By contrast, those who live righteously will enjoy unbroken fellowship with God because God in his grace cleanses the sins that they unknowingly commit. 1 John 1, 6 and 7. End of quote. This demonstrates the need for continual repentance so that our fellowship remains unbroken. To elaborate further, this source continues, quote, There are certain things that Christians are not to have fellowship with, not to share in, not to participate in. They are not to identify with others in a way that signifies a sharing in the wrongdoings of such people. 1 Timothy 5.22 2 John 1, 10 and 11. Neither are they to share in marriage with non-believers. 2 Corinthians 6, 14 to 15. Or in religious feasts where food has been offered to idols. 1 Corinthians 10, 20 through 21. They are to have no part, no share in anything that is sinful. Ephesians 5, 11, Revelation 18, 4. End of quote. Subheading, examine your fellowship. In Sabbath conversation, how often do Christians converse about spiritual things? Some are hesitant to do so. However, notice Malachi 3.16.
Then they that feared the Lord spake often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon his name. These believers communicated to each other about God. James Hastings' great text of the Bible admonishes with this solemn note, quote, I fear this aspect of fellowship has been sadly lost in these days. How seldom we talk about God. We talk about anything, everything else, about leaders, teachers, sermons, books, but how seldom do we find the conversation, even among a party of Christians, centering around God, and yet one of the sweetest of the precious and exceeding great promises is given to those who practice the habit of speaking about God and the things of God, end of quote. General chit-chat about work, sports, politics, shopping, entertainment, etc., does not satisfy these fellowship descriptions. After reading these rousing scriptures, let us consider how we fellowship next time we gather with fellow believers. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Hebrews 10, 24. Before our next worship service, let us pray. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Psalm nineteen fourteen. This has been Digging Deeper with Kenneth Frank. To learn more about the Bible and living a godly life, go to livingeducation at lcgeducation.org. Sponsored by The Living Church of God.